Bippity boppity boo. Can you hear me, Bear Nation? Nostradamus, where's my five by five? Berkey, Berkey beat you to it. Bless y'all. Thank you so much. If you're new here, you're probably unfamiliar with the fact that on many an occasion, the U of the tubes, aka the algorithmic robots, uh, have for no apparent reason on my end, absolutely jacked with the video and or the audio. So we like to begin the show with the signals check, which we have, because otherwise you'll spend 40 to 60 minutes and I'll spend 40 to 60 minutes uh, of your valuable, valuable time and no information will be exchanged because the damn microphone doesn't work. So good morning to everybody in the chat. I am Bear of bearindependent.com. 40 percent of you statistically speaking are lurking in the shadows you're stalking me bro stop it if you watch the show please consider subscribing we are on a forward march towards 200,000 subscribers here and i would greatly appreciate it if you could just uh you know click the subscribe button ring the little bell icon if you're not new here you know what to do share the show with somebody you love and please leave a comment for the youtube algorithmic robots today we're going to talk about yet again russian nuclear weapons we're also going to talk about BRICS: brazil russia india china saudi arabia at all and uh we're going to talk about the trump indictment a wee bit a wee bit of indictment and uh you know it's wednesday so officially it's we all gonna die wednesday and this may be a little bit more like a coffee time with bear because I don't have the uh, adequate amount of to call talking fluid currently. So I'm going to imbibe. <clears throat> Bear independent brief to Aug 23 for the second time in dose days. That's Spanish for two. A drone has attacked Moscow, striking a skyscraper. Several drones were also shot down during the, the night on Monday without reaching their targets. There were also drones, at least according to Russia, there were Ukrainian drones in the Black Sea that were assaulting or attempting to assault maritime ops in Black Sea, which is fun times. In Ukraine, at least 10 people were killed and 100 injured after a missile strike targeted President Zelensky's hometown of Kravy. Kravy? I don't know. Kilo Romeo. Cry via riach. Guys, I'm a corn-fed white boy from America. There's a lot of these names I can't pronounce. So, uh, missile strikes in President Zelensky's hometown of... <laughs> the latest strikes came after the foreign minister of Croatia and Ukraine met in Kiev, the capital of Ukraine. Foreign Minister Dmitry Kuleba of Ukraine said, quote, we agreed on the possibility of using Croatia's ports on the Danube, which is a river, and in the Adriatic Sea for transporting Ukraine's grain. So this is about the grain deal, right? Now we'll work on establishing the most efficient routes to these ports to make the most of this opportunity. The grain deal. End quote. Ukraine has said that Russian airstrikes across a nine-day span are responsible for the destruction of of about 180,000 metric tons of cereal crops. That's a lot of tons. 
by the way, that's somewhere around because a metric ton is 2200 lbs if i'm remembering correctly whereas a standard or an english ton is 2000 lbs so we'll just call it roughly what 400 million pounds of cheerios oh not cereal cereal grains of wheat uh destroyed no biggie on the flip side and oh by the way it is standard SOP, right, going way back throughout the history of warfare to destroy crops, right, because an army marches on its what? Its stomach. And so it's not a – it's frowned upon by the international community who, you know, has kind of this gentleman's agreement about how we should fight these wars. Uh, but the fact of the matter is attacking uh, food supply, supplies is standard has been since the dawn of man. Uh, go read the Bible. Master, somebody has sown this darnel amongst your crops, right? The wheat and the chaff, right? The wheat and the tares. Somebody has sown these tares amongst your crops. What shall we do? And of course, this is a uh, an allegory, a parable by Messiah. Oh, simple. We'll just tear the tares out. We'll just out the darnel uh, before we harvest the wheat, and we'll throw all that trash into the fire. So attacking your enemy's crops is the thing, yo. On the flip side, Ukraine has already successfully taken back land in the east and the south. Other countries have been hosting diplomatic discussions and calling for peace. These countries include China, Brazil, Mexico, South Africa, Senegal, Comoros, or Comoros. I didn't, I'll be frank with you. I was unaware that that country existed until about an hour ago, but yet it exists. Allegedly. I don't know. It, you can't trust anything you see on the internet. I'm actually a deep fake. I don't know if you know this, but um, this is a combination. The bunker that we're in right now is a combination of CGI green screen behind me. And then I'm an animated robot that I have the same type of uh, air quote flesh mask on top of my robotic skull that they're currently using on the four different Biden proxies since allegedly he died four years ago. I would not recommend reading the conspiracy thread on Reddit if you have important things to do today. Uh, but yes, Comoros is a country as well as Zambia. Uh, what's interesting about these countries, China, Brazil, South Africa, these are all BRICS nations. And BRICS is Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. So three BRICS nations are hosting peace talks about the Russian special military operations in Ukraine. That could go a lot of different ways. One is we genuinely want peace. And because we are all part of this um, strategic alliance, BRICS, we can be the ones to negotiate it because we're friends, we're buddies, we're closer to the problem than, say, America is. And from the Russian worldview, America's legitimately part of the problem in Ukraine. So negotiating peace with between Russia and America, probably not going to happen. Negotiating peace between Russia and Ukraine, probably not going to happen for a couple of reasons. One is Ukraine is a uh, puppet state of the United States. And what's happening in Ukraine is a proxy war between the United States and NATO asterisk and Russia. So probably not going to happen. Uh, the other is maybe America slash Ukraine doesn't want peace at all. 
And maybe if we get down to the tactical level, the individuals involved here, Volodymyr Zelensky and Vladimir Putin are not going to negotiate with one another. They kind of have a history of bad blood at this point. So why BRICS? Why is Russia, Brazil, India, China, South Africa, or at least China, Brazil, and South Africa attempting to negotiate peace with Russia and Ukraine? Well, they get to control the outcome. Hegelian dialectic, right? Yeah. The, and it makes them look great. China, Xi Jinping, um, China wants, air quote, wants peace in Ukraine, but they want to be the ones to negotiate it because it makes China look great on the world stage when they can say China settled this dispute. The United States did not. It's just another indicator that the United States is losing the monopoly on first world nation status globally. So your nugget for you. Uh, Al Jazeera published a commentary saying, quote, Al Jazeera, I don't know if you're a certain age, you probably remembered like, or you've been institutionalized. Al Jazeera is the enemy, right? No, now they're a, a, an accredited international news source. Fun. I don't know if news is what I would call what they put out, but so be it. Al Jazeera published a commentary saying, quote, are Russia and Ukraine even seriously interested in engaging with them, these BRICS countries, to work towards a peace solution? The Chinese and African initiatives at the moment appear ineffective, end quote. In China, President Xi has quietly removed two elite leading managers of the nuclear arsenal of that country. General Li Yushao and his deputy have both, air quote, disappeared. By the way, um, that's not new. That's not a new modus operandi for China or Russia or in certain instances, the United States or most other countries. This guy is a problem. He needs to go away. You know, he needs to go. Uh, General Li Yushao was uh, kayaking on the private lake of the Obama estate in the Hamptons. No, I'm sorry. That was a different guy. That was one of Obama's lovers, not to be confused with uh, Big Mike Obama, who is probably going to be pushed out as the 2024 candidate from the Democratic Party um, because strong likelihood that Biden. Yeah, this is this is uh, what an intellectual would say is analysis and opinion. What I'm just going to say is straight up conjecture and the, the whims of my morning mind. Oh, Biden. Biden is not going to make it through his first term. Uh, the programming on the robot is on the fritz. It's not working. So Kamala Harris will probably take over by the end of his last term. And yes, there are more and more people talking about this on the Internet now, but I've been saying this for a couple of years. So Kamala Harris will take over at the end of his first term. We uh, may or may not have free and fair elections in 2024 comma, by far leftist ideological doctrine, you can't replace somebody of that minority and disadvantaged status, right? You can't have a, you can't replace a black woman with a white male. That would violate our ESG principles, right? So who can we replace a black woman with? Another black woman. 
Now, Big Mike has said that he, she, them, they doesn't want to run for president, which is probably why uh, a dead body ended up in their backyard, literally, because somebody is creating the leverage to hold over Big Mike, to get Big Mike to do what it is that they want Big Mike to do. And if you think I'm being facetious, just look up the inheritance that was left to Michelle Obama in the state of Illinois where uh, gender reassignment is not, uh, at least at the time, was not recognized. To my son, Michael, is what Michelle Obama's mother wrote in her will. To my son, Michael. So big Mike, Michelle Obama. Wow, she has great arms. Remember that? Yeah, because she's a man. She also has a great Adam's apple. So... Big Mike is going to get rolled out potentially as the 2024 presidential candidate from the Democrats to replace Kamala Harris, who we all know is unpopular and an idiot because Biden is probably not going to finish his first term. Going back to people who have been disappeared, uh, that's why I think or in part why I think there was a dead body in the Obama backyard in the Hamptons. But what does that have to do to, with General Lee Yushao? I don't know. The synapses in my brain connected those two probably uh, disconnected thoughts. So, back to the general. This has been described as the most significant, quote, unplanned shakeup, end quote, in the last 10 years and is considered to be a profound change to Beijing's nuclear strategy. There has been a gaping lack of explanation for these decisions, and the implications are not understood at this time. But given the tense rhetoric surrounding nu potential nuclear warfare, this, night, this may be another relevant indicator to consider. By the way, what is that called? The three, is it the Three Gorges Dam on the Yangtze River in kind of like South Central China? Yeah. Uh, one of Taiwan's uh, deterrent deterrents is the plan, a eh, far-fetched plan, but the plan that if China ever makes a move on Taiwan is that they have plans in place to blow the 200 meter high. So no, it's 100 meters high. So 300 foot high, two kilometer long. So about 6,000 foot long, uh, three gorges dam that not only provides hydroelectricity, but controls the flow of water along the southeastern end of the Yenzi River. Uh, 580 for what? Okay, so it is 200 meters high. Yeah, roughly two meters high, 594 feet high. Thank you. Uh, they have plans, Taiwan has plans to blow the Three Gorges Dam. And if you look at a flood map, uh, if they do that, essentially all of southeastern China, about a third of the landmass, part of Taiwan's deterrent plan is. To it makes me wonder about the dam that was blown in Ukraine, if that was like uh, now. And again, according to international rules about how we should fight this warfare. Targeting civilian infrastructure, critical infrastructure like dams and hydroelectric dams, that's a no-go. You're not allowed to do that. To which either the Russians or the Ukrainians said, meh, and blew up that dam in Ukraine near the nuclear power plant. I don't, I'm not saying that that was blown up because 
somebody wants to see the cause effect of blowing a dam during, you know, modern third, fourth, fifth generation ish warfare. But I definitely think the Chinese sat back and watched and were like, hmm, that's interesting because of the criticality of the Three Gorges Dam on the Yangtze River in kind of south central ish China that Taiwan has said, we will destroy if you come across, uh, if you invade, we will destroy. All the rabbit holes this morning. Dmitry Medvedev, the deputy chairman of the Security Council of the Russian Federation, warned that Russia would be forced to, quote, to, quote, ignite a global nuclear fire, end quote, if Ukraine's counteroffensives were effective, were successful, saying in an article, quote, imagine if the offensive, which is backed by NATO, was a success and they tore off part of our land, then we would be forced to use a nuclear weapon according to the rules of a decree from the president of Russia, end quote. <laughs> Jalen Mason. Jalen Mason uh, did their homework after the last brief. Uh, the homework was to for everybody to come up to a ridiculous title of at least seven syllables long. Uh, and seven is a, is a D minus. It's barely passing. So Jalen Mason said, you may now refer to me as the exalted Caesar of warfare, chieftain of war, paragon of fearsome skills, tribune of defensive commander and master of defense. All right. So now, Jalen, that's phenomenal. Now you need to... Uh, put yourself squarely into mill speak and turn that into an acronym okay and it the harder the acronym is to pronounce the better that'd be phenomenal okay awesome back to the brief senator lindsey graham tweeted a warning on monday quote to my russian friends who talk about using nuclear weapons in ukraine you need to understand that would be an attack on nato itself given ukraine's proximity to nato territory end quote the main reason Ukraine has not yet been allowed to join NATO is specifically to avoid World War III. And that's not opinion and analysis. That's what they're saying. That's what NATO is saying. So that's cool. We, we definitely, at least at this point, at the upper echelons of global society, have acknowledged that mm, we're basically on the brink of World War III. So, you know, happy Wednesday. Uh, there's an article from Russia today that I want to look at, uh, but before I do that, I'm going to remind you, I'm putting on my CEO hat, as founder and CEO of RefugeMedical.com, the kit of the week this week is the Slick Kit, aka the Sexy Legs and Khaki Kit, because everything must be an acronym. It just has to be. And uh, the Slick Kit was actually developed between myself and the patrons because somebody asked me, I don't know, a year ago, hey, Bear, what do you actually carry? Actual EDC for medical stuff. And I was like, well, I'll show you. So I did a video on it. And I had this taped together with medical tape that I carried around in my pocket. And enough people on that video were like, dude, make that. That dude made that. And that's where the slick came from. 12C conditioning. Got my slick in my pocket. Nice. Also, Everybody go subscribe to the 12th seat conditioning. Do it. Do it now. Slick kit. Sexy legs and khakis kit. It's got one pair of halo chest seals. It's got one pair of gloves. It's got one package of Z-fold combat gauze. It's got one four-inch fold flat emergency trauma dressing and flat duct tape. And it's incredibly thin. Here's 
it's thinner than my hand is. Okay. It's about the size of my hand slides right in the cargo shorts pocket or in the back pocket. And so I've got uh, airway respiratory massive bleeding and gloves, right? Gloves on scene safe. If you've been to training, you know what that means. And I couple that with a soft tea tourniquet right here. Committee on TCCC recommended windless tourniquet that I keep in my pocket. As you can see, this is not staged. You see the wear on this? Look at that, right? Look at that. Look at that. This guy, this is real. I carry this thing around with me every day. So that is the kid of the week today at refugemedical.com. Of course, we will talk more about that at the end of the brief when we talk about value exchange. Okay. Okay, Bear, I got it. All right, good talk, everybody. Thanks, Bear. You're welcome, guys. No problem. You're the best, Bear. All right, knock it off. It's getting weird. Uh, refuge, no, not Refuge. RT, <laughs> Russia today. How much is the slick kit? Double, double, double dot refugemedical.com, and you shall see. Ye shall see. Double, double, double refugemedical.com, Russia today. Let's, let's allow the Russians to report with zero bias about the indictment of our 45th president, Donald J. Trump. That, that'll work out, right? Russia Today. Trump indicted over Capitol riot. The former U.S. president has been charged on four counts relating to alleged efforts to overturn the 2020 election. Yay. We're just going to read this for posterity. It's not a terribly long article. This is more uh, for your essay, for your situational awareness so that you're, you're tracking. Former U.S. President Donald Trump was indicted by a federal grand jury regarding his alleged efforts to overturn the 2020 presidential election on Tuesday because the right, uh, shit, I didn't I made it one sentence. And here comes opinion and analysis because the. Justice Department, justice is so hard, bro, right? Because we now have proof that Biden, Joe Biden, was getting paid by Burisma, a Ukrainian energy company, while we're fighting a war in Ukraine, spending American taxpayer dollars, to the tune of which two to three times what the DLA, Defense Logistics Agency's procurement budget per annum is here in the United States. We've spent 200 to 300% of that in Ukraine thus far to go fight a proxy war against the Russians in the country where Hunter Biden was an executive of Burisma because he has so much experience in the energy sector. And there's, what is it, 41 different documented calls so far? Where Hunter Biden, the guy who probably left the cocaine in the White House. Oh, and by the way, we know so much about what happens in D.C. that we've got the SSID of every single person that attended the January 6th riots, air quotes, on Insurrection Day. But we don't know who left cocaine in the White House. Bullshit much. And the FBI knew prior to the 2020 election in 2019 that the laptop that everybody said was russian collusion wasn't actually hunter biden's laptop the fbi knew and has now admitted that it was legitimate yet still gave all of the major alphabet soup air quote news agencies talking points saying that it's possible that this is russian collusion even though they knew beyond a shadow of a doubt more than three years ago that it was legit because we have an air quote justice department but now because the president asked people to come together on january 6th 
in protest of the actual tyranny in this country. He gets four more charges in addition to the 37 charges he's already facing. But Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. asterisk, who probably is either a hologram or a robot at this point. And if he's not, he's 100 percent lizard people. That guy, 10 percent for the big guy. We don't have any indictments against. Cool. Tracking. Got it. Shit. One sentence into this article and I just. Yeah. I need a producer and a host, and then I can just chime in and be like, wait, stop, bullshit, nope, flag on the play. Um, but, you know, if you've been here for any length of time, you know production quality, not my strong suit. That's just, nah, that's not happening. I was actually invited on a really large show, and they were like, awesome, uh, let's work out the details of when Bear's going to fly out to be on the show. And I was like, uh, flying? No, no, I don't fly. Because, again, production quality. <laughs> no. Like, but what a huge opportunity. Yeah, but TSA? Nah. Nah. Meh. Meh. I like it in the bunker. We're 43 feet below the surface of the earth right now. Climate controlled. It's phenomenal. If these Russian nukes start falling from the sky, I got nothing to worry about. 40, you know, there are metric tons of food and water down here in the bunker, more first aid supplies than we know what to do with. We got composting toilets. I haven't got a goat on the other side of this wall for goat milk and emergency meat. Like, I'm good. I'm good. Hydroponics, the whole actually, it's aquaponics. We're doing the tilapia thing. That's yeah, phenomenal down here in the bunker. What the hell was I doing? The Republican 2024 front runner faces four charges conspiracy to defraud the United States. Conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, obstruction of an attempt to obstruct an official proceeding, and conspiracy against rights. Conspiracy against rights. Hmm? We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men, all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. And among these are life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. All men are endowed by their creator. So all men, including Donald J. Trump, have certain inalienable rights that don't come from a legislature. They don't come from men with pens, whether they're made, you know, big pens or, you know, turkey quills who wrote some shit down on parchment. The rights don't come from men. They come from God. They're covered when they're written down by men so that respect these rights so it's the rights of whom how about the first amendment right to assembly on insurrection day mm -hmm. how about the right to redress your grievances to your governing authorities nope we need nine thousand capital police and removable fences and call them the national guard and geofence this area around the capitol and on the lawn so that we can get the data off of every single person who went there and if you set foot in that place on that day you are now a far right extremist domestic terrorist and you you are being targeted by the fbi yeah but you know conspiracy against rights for donald j trump because hashtag justice department the indictment also lists six unnamed co-conspirators, including four lawyers, a Justice Department official, and a political consultant. 
The charging doc document alleges that by disseminating false claims about his victory, quote, creating an intense national atmosphere of mistrust and anger and eroding public faith in the administration of the election, end quote. The public, or at least a majority of the public, has no faith in the administration of the election anyway. Joe Biden got 10 million more votes than Barack Obama? Really? During a pandemic when 12 people were coming to his rallies and he was trying not to shit himself on stage? That guy got 10 million more votes than America's first black president? Sounds kind of racist if you ask me. I think by the new rules, the international rules-based order, we should agree that he should be thrown out anyway because you can't... you. Think about the racism, and this old white guy did better than the young black guy. That's systemic racism. I guess we should just burn it to the ground, y'all. Back to the article. Trump laid the groundwork for his, quote, conspiracies, all of which it claims, quote, targeted a bedrock function of the United States federal government. Yes, and the bedrock function of the United States federal government currently is not to represent you. Yes, that's what the parchment says when the dudes with feather pens wrote it down. But that's not what it does anymore. It is no longer a government by, of, and for the people. It is a government, and there are people. But they're not a, they're not a unified entity, and they haven't been for a long time. So the bedrock function of the United States federal government is not to protect your rights. It hasn't been for a long time. And it's actually not their job. To protect your rights because we know that all of these rights are inalienable amongst all men and i'll just go out on a limb here i'll be inclusive and women too and those rights don't come from men or governments they come from god and we've now gotten to the point where we've got over four million laws in the united states of america and at any one time De facto, statistically, you are in violation of three to five of those laws at a felony level. Every single person in the United States of America right now. And most of us are blissfully unaware of that fact. We don't have the government that we were supposed to have. The government that we do have is in no way predicated on those founding documents. It's a completely different system. So Trump did target the bedrock function of the United States federal government because the federal government that we have is not the federal government that we're supposed to have. On Friday, Trump was indicted on charges by trying to, quote, alter, destroy, mutilate, or conceal evidence, end quote. Oh, he left, that's right, he left boxes of TSSCI information in banker boxes in the garage at his home next to his Camaro. Oh, wait, that was Biden. My bad. My wrong guy. Biden did that. Um, on Friday, Trump was indicted on charges of trying to alter, destroy, mutilate, or conceal evidence, inducing someone else to do so, and willfully retaining national defense information like every other president since World War II related to a presentation about military activity in another country. <gasps> I wonder what country that was. Hmm. Might it have been Ukraine? Does he got the dirt on Ukraine and now they're indicting him because he's in possession of those documents that would be on a shadow of a doubt that Hunter Biden and Joe Biden are pieces of shit and they've colluded with our enemies and they're being paid off by China 
And now we need to go ahead and drop this indictment so we can lock up that paperwork and legalese so it'll never see the light of day. And I'm just hypothesizing here. I'm just throwing that out there. This is adding to the existing 37 federal counts against him, Trump, that stemmed from his allegedly illegal possession of classified documents at his Mar-a-Lago estate in Florida. <coughs> he was also indicted in Manhattan District Court on April, in April on 30 counts of falsifying business records, of which, of which would have a handful, like three to four misdemeanors that they broke that into 34 attempted felony counts because of the prosecutor. Yeah, who has ties to the far left. Imagine that. Also indicted in Manhattan District Court on in April on 34 counts of falsifying business records related to the alleged payment of hush money to a porn actress, Stormy Daniels. Trump has pleaded not guilty on all charges thus far and continues to enjoy a significant lead over his Republican primary challengers. Federal indictments do not prevent a candidate from campaigning for the presidency. Nope. It just locks up all of his uh, documentation that he would use to port his points, which undermines his legitimacy in a presidential election. Now, make no mistake, if you've been here for any length of time, you know I'm not just like a blind Trump supporter. I actually despise politics across the board. And I think that uh, the Republican Party and the Democratic Party are two wings of the same shitty bird and that they are employing the Hegelian dialectic against us to divide us so that they can conquer us. I also think the Republican establishment is retarded. Oh, yeah, kicked off of YouTube again. Retarded if they don't realize that the reason they still have any popularity is because of the grassroots upswell love by most Republicans in flyover states of Donald J. Trump. But I think the establishment Republicans want him gone as much or more as the Democrats do. So now uh, you are in the loop with a massive amount of opinion analysis and conjecture. And that is the brief for day across the table with Bob. Great show across the table with Bob. If you're not subscribed to across the table with Bob, I question your sanity. What is wrong with you? Awesome guests. There have been awesome guests on that show. Like awesome guests. I was also on there, but there were awesome, awesome guests as well. Now, if you're one of those people that jumps off time to talk about the value exchange, I invite you politely to beat feet, skedaddle, get out of here, have a blessed day, shaloha. For everybody else, we're going to talk about the value exchange immediately after I go pee. I guess I'll do that off camera. Give me like 30, right? Um, I don't know. Play some background music. The Jeopardy music would be awesome right now. Maybe a commercial. Do we have any commercials we could roll? Oh, right. We don't do that shit. All right. Stand by.
and welcome back to the Bear Independent Brief. And then we roll cool, cool music in the background, and then there's like a graphic that pops up. It's like Intel with Bear. Whatever. I don't know. Patreon.com. There are links in the description to all of these things. How do you think the slurpers feel about hearing you pee? I don't know. I don't care. The slurpers? ASMR coffee, coffee drinking with bear links in the description, all of this stuff, patreon.com, patreon.com. It's a $10 per month preparedness consultancy. It's the best $10 you can spend on the interwebs period. The end bar none. You ask me the questions. I give you long form video answers at a minimum 15 minutes long, sometimes 30 or even 40 minutes long to really unpack the questions that you have about preparedness, homesteading, faith, business advice, mutual assistance groups, uh, tactics, techniques, procedures, etc. We built our Patreon page specifically to function like a consultancy. And we've been blessed that it has also grown into an awesome community. And so if you're looking for those things, you need questions, you need answers to your questions, and you want to link up with like minded people, Links in the description. It's the first link, patreon.com. Search for Bear Independent. This morning, we talked about the grid going down and the likelihood of it ever coming back. Yeah. Really good conversation, I think. Refugemedical.com. Kit of the week. Slick kit and the tourniquet. I got to get it, get it out of my pocket again. Because... um. It doesn't matter if you have all the cool guy equipment in your truck or in your barn or in your garage. If you need it and you don't have it on you, you don't actually have it, do you? Right. And that's why think about in the uh, in the firearms industry over the last several years, we've seen more and more uh, push towards subcompact micro nine millimeter handguns. Right? What's it? The Glock 43 and the little uh, Mossberg Hellcat Hellfire. I don't know what the hell that thing is. And Taurus has had some good offerings. There are a lot of companies have put out tiny nine millimeter pistols so that people will actually carry the damn things so that they have 100% concealed carry compliance. They always have their firearm on them all the time. Yeah, Sig uh, P938, exactly, Kerr mode. So, the industry has moved towards that compact capability so that you'll have it on you when you need it. The slick kit from refugemedical.com is the same concept. It's like the compact, subcompact nine millimeter of first aid kits. All right. So it'll fit in your back pocket. It'll absolutely fit in your cargo pocket. That's what it was. It's very thin, it's very lightweight, maybe a half a pound. Um, and in here, I have not one, but two chest seals. I also have this external packaging, which the corners have been nipped. If you can see right there that if I have to tear into this in a hurry, I can rip this open. And this external pa- plastic, along with the flat duct tape that's in here, can be used to make even more, excuse me, occlusive dressings for holes in your pleural space, a.k.a. holes inside the box. If you have holes in your chest and you run out of chest seals, you can make more just with the plastic and the duct tape that's here. You also have combat gauze, 
which is a hemostatic impregnated gauze for wound packing. You have a pair of gloves because if it's wet and not yours, don't touch it, right? Gloves on, scene safe. And we have a flat emergency trauma bandage. So like, a, think like an Israeli bandage. This is a flat fold, four inch Israeli bandage. Super thin, super light, fits right in your cargo pocket. You couple that with a tourniquet. You can also get it at refugemedical.com. I now have the MAR of uh, the March algorithm, massive bleeding airway and respiratory, which by the way, is somewhere around 95 to 97%, depending on which studies you read, of all trauma-related injuries. And when I say trauma-related, you're probably thinking, yeah, like, you know, shot, stabbed, blown up. Mm -hmm. It would work for that. That's the idea. But what about motor vehicle accidents? Because statistically, the most dangerous thing you do as an American is drive every day. What about workplace accidents? Of the 84 lives that have been saved to date with refuge medical kits, a whole bunch of them have been workplace accidents lacerations, people hit with forklifts, people who have fallen from as high as 50 feet up off the ground, people who got their arms ripped off by heavy equipment. Yeah, bad stuff happens at work in certain industries. And so having a compact kit that you can carry in your khaki, you know, shorts, dad shorts, and that's why I made this kit for my khaki shorts. That's why it's called the slick kit, sexy legs and khakis kit. But it'll, you can carry it around all the time. It weighs nothing. It costs very little. And it's peace of mind that you have on you, just like your compact 9mm handgun. Okay? So that's the idea behind the Slick Kit. All of our stuff is HSA and FSA eligible. Check out refugemedical.com. And if you're on Patreon, use your Patreon promo code. It's in the write-up of every brief. And uh, you'll save even more. All right? Cool story, Bear. 2A Militia. What's up, Bear? What's up, 2A Militia? Good morning. Hope you're doing good. I'm doing great, Bear. All right, cool. I'm glad to hear that. beep dee doo Two of those fit in the map pocket of a saw rig? Juice Hefe, that's a great question. I'd say you could get at least three of them in the map pocket of a saw rig because I can fit a full-size USGI poncho inside of the map pocket of my saw rig as well as my maps, my map markers, and my uh, protractor and some dental floss inside of the map pocket on my saw rig. So, yeah, I fit all of that stuff. I fit all of my map stuff plus a folded up GI poncho inside of the map pocket on my saw rig. So I would 100% imagine you could get at least three of them inside of the map pocket on the saw rig. You can also run the arc on a dangler on a saw rig. Ask me how I know. Can we also use our promo codes at Russia today? What's up, Moshe Lehman? You can try, dude. Um, probably won't work. Although as often as I frequent their website, I should probably get a promo code with Russia today. You know what you win when you use your promo code there? Um, you win being hacked by uh, the Russian intelligence services. So it's a good time. Gobbler Blaster. What's up, man? Gobbler Blaster's been here a long time. What are we doing? Right. The other RT, the better RT, refugetraining.com. We have classes for uh, the month of August posted at refugetraining.com. Those classes are here in eastern Oklahoma. I strongly recommend you come to class and learn the fine art of how to not die. Uh, we have 
an expanded and improved curriculum. We invest a lot of time in keeping our shit up to date. Uh, we've got, you know, crisis actors and instructors and, you know, role players and force on force. We've got all kinds of stuff going on and the product continuously evolves. In fact, the 12C conditioning, if you go to his channel, he, um, he just put up yesterday a video called a mostly unbiased review of refuge training. And he said mostly unbiased because the way that he found refuge training is through this channel and he's bought several things from refuge medical. And so he's had positive experiences up to this point. So he was coming into RT refuge training, uh, expecting to have a positive experience. And I actually, I've met the 12th C on several occasions and I saw him at class the morning of responder one, and he signed up for the essential responder, which is responder one, responder two, responder three, it's a two day course, about 20 hours of instruction. And I saw him and he said to me, I said, how you doing? He said, you know how everybody says you don't charge enough for your classes? Everybody who's taken the class says you don't charge enough for your classes. I said, yeah. He said, the money I spent for two days here was worth the first hour of instruction. It's like, no shit. That's awesome, man. He goes, yeah, I'm gonna make a video about it. But 100% that what you charge for two days, I got more value than that in the first hour of instruction. If you want to hear it in his words, the 12th C conditioning here on YouTube, go watch that video. I posted it on Patreon yesterday. Uh, but we do have RT classes live in the store for the state of Oklahoma in August here. And then in September and October, RT will be on the road. And then we are working on putting together what December, uh, January, February, March is going to look like right now. So stay tuned. Can't. Somebody asked, Timothy Hansen said, can you explain the handle differences on the pocket IFAC for sure. So if you're unsure, we also have the kit or the pocket. This is the pocket, of course, made in the United States of America. It comes in black and in tan. And this was originally designed to fit inside of an SOB kit, which I don't have here. This is the inner from an SOB kit that you pull this out of the outer pouch on the SOB, pop it open. You got all your stuff inside of here. Pressure bandage, gauze, chest seals, compressed gauze, you know, uh, combat gauze, gloves, nasal pharyngeal airway, flat duct tape, Sharpie, etc. But so many people started emailing wanting to buy just the inner that we made just the inner to carry around in a cargo pocket. Now, this is thicker than the slick kit. So it's maybe an inch and a half thick, and it's about yay big. What's the handle difference? Well, this comes with a top handle on it, standard, to pull this out of a SOB pouch because it sits horizontally like this in an SOB pouch. But so many people have started carrying these in their cargo pockets that you can get a top handle like this, or you can get a side handle. You can specify side handle, where if you slide this vertically into your cargo pocket, the handle is on the side, so that you can pull this out from the handle this way, rather than pulling it out this way. So a top handle is for horizontal carry. The side handle is for vertical carry. You're welcome, Timothy Hansen. Great question, thanks for asking. And what's cool is these used to only be available in tan, but then we had kind of this diamond plate material here, which is the same material, ballistic nylon, that we used for the inners for the um, Origin kits. Origin main, Jocko Fuel. Um, awesome. Compatible with a saw rig. Yes. Also, a bare minimum inner will fit in one of the outside pockets of a saw rig. Ask me how I know. 
This is the bare minimum. I feel like this is like show and tell at kindergarten. Like I brought all my cool toys with me and I'm going to tell you about them. This is the bare minimum. And this inner right here, this will fit right inside of one of those side pockets on a saw rig if you want it to. I, on my saw rigs, I run danglers with the arc on them because I want those side pockets open so I can carry a Nalgene bottle and a steel cup in one. And then I've got all of my random detritus and another cordage and fire and batteries and all kinds of stuff. So let me put my bare minimum back to, together. Then I'm going to show you the arc and then we're going to move on from talking about refugemedical.com. Because you guys know, handmade, made in America, guaranteed forever. Simmer down, hat. Oh, look. Velocity Systems Mayflower rig right here. And um, this is the dangler with uh, the first ever arc on it. What's the arc? Advanced Ripaway Kit. This one here is well over a year old, and it has many many weeks of training on it and imt individual movement technique and crawling through brush and you know doing attacks on static and moving targets what's the difference between an ambush and a raid so this is the arc right advanced rip away kit you can rip it off pop it open and it's got all your stuff inside of it and this is what an arc after more than a year in service out in the wild, getting sweat on, rained on, being immersed in water, um, sun, sleet, mud. This is what it looks like after a year. And it's got all your cool guy stuff in it, you know, compressed gauze, combat gauze, chest seals, etc. And so I run on my chest rigs, including my saw rig, I run an arc on a dangler. And the dangler is just this piece right here that you can buy separately that allows you to attach this to the uh, Velcro on the back of the chest rig so that you'll have a place to apply the arc. What chest rig is that? Talked about it on Patreon. Do a search on Patreon, use the search bar, type in chest rig, and you'll find a video called Chest Rig Philosophy Abuse. Okay? Okay, cool story. Now, speaking of chest rigs, you may be asking yourself, there, it appears as if you have some type of metal restraints dangling from your chest rig. Why would you do that? Well, go away. Why would I do that? Well, because you may or may not be familiar with the fact that we got a little outfit called Caleb House. Caleb with a K, K-A-L-E-B house.org. And we rescue and we restore juvenile human trafficking survivors. And sometimes as we're carrying out our duties with Caleb House, we run across individuals who are much better left in restraints than they are left out in the wild. And uh, Caleb House, yeah, calebhouse.org. We rescue and restore juvenile human trafficking survivors. I'm super duper happy to announce, super duper happy to announce, I've been telling you for close to a year now that we've got two dozen kiddos in our care. Over the last few weeks, We've had several that have graduated that are ready to move on, which is incredible. So we don't have two dozen anymore. We have about a dozen now in the best way possible, which is awesome. 
And I love every one of you who has helped us accomplish that goal. It's awesome. So super proud and happy to say uh, we've, we've cut our number of uh, kiddos in half. So thank you, right? Isn't that awesome? And y'all see me. I'm the face of this thing. You don't see the other brothers and sisters who are out there busting their ass to make this stuff happen. You don't see the victim services teams. You don't see the extraction teams. You don't see the operational teams. You don't see the administrative teams. You don't see all the other people in this organization that frankly are doing way more than I am. My job is to talk and to assist in hood rat shit when needed. Their full-time jobs are to be hood rat shit, to be victim services, to be administration, to be outreach, to be self-care, mental, you know, I mean, I just had an awesome talk with a brother yesterday about preventative maintenance on the mind and soul with what we're doing here. And so I'm so proud of my team. So proud of my team. I'll also tell you, we just recently, and I can't give you the details, but um, we'll just say one of the people that we've been looking at for a long time is no longer a problem. Praise y'all. So thank you to every one of us who supports what we do. I'm ecstatic that we have half the number of kiddos now that we did. That's awesome. So if you'd like to participate in what we do, if you want to support us, if you want to pray for us, if you want to get plugged in with actually fighting anti-human trafficking, not talking about it, not raising funds for awareness, like actually where the rubber meets the road, Caleb with a K, K-A-L-E-B house.org. And if you're wondering why it's called that, it's because of a story of Joshua in the Bible where Caleb, who's an old man, decides taking that mountain, Hebron, which later will be where King David builds the first temple and later will be Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the holy city where the father puts his name, the first foothold that the father's chosen people had on that piece of land was Caleb is an 85 year old man who tells Joshua, I want that mountain. That one's mine. And Joshua, New Living Bear translation says, dude, there's three giants up there. If you can take it, you can keep it. And Caleb looks at Joshua and says, I am as good today as I was 45 years ago when Moses taps on the shoulder to go in and spy out the land. And then Caleb looks at his boys and he says, come on, boys, we're up. We got to go slaughter giants. And they go up the mountain and they kill not one, not two, but three sons of the Anakim, the Rephidim, the giants, offspring of the Nephilim, at 85 years old. And the point here is sometimes you need to slaughter giants in the promised land. Sometimes you need to be unafraid to march uphill into a very scary situation to go do exactly what the Father told you to do. And the downstream ramifications of that is now this place, this place right here that Caleb took by force is the place where the Father chose to put his name. That's why we call it Caleb House. So if you guys want to participate, calebhouse.org. And of course, 
Grindstone. Grindstone Ministries is our other 501c3 nationally registered. Grindstone is a construction and disaster relief organization. And because we do construction, Grindstone is building Caleb House the facility, the restoration facility. And then we're giving Caleb House the building to Caleb House, the organization, the 501c3. I know that's a little confusing. I'm trying to be better on the messaging as to how that works, because I'll be honest with you, it confuses me some days. I'm like, wait, what, what, how are we doing this? Which entity is doing what to who for why? But Grindstone's predominant mission is disaster relief. But there's no disasters to relieve right now. And we maintain a war chest for disaster relief. Then every penny above and beyond that war chest, which Praise Yah is currently funded, goes towards building Caleb House. And it has since we put our word out that we're going to build Caleb House. So you can, if you feel led to donate, you can donate at calebhouse.org or grindstoneministries.com. Um, and those funds go towards the building of Caleb House, the facility, as well as maintaining ongoing operations and taking care of the kiddos that we have and going to get more kiddos. So that's kind of how that works. And of course, there's links in the description. Um, you can get Caleb House t-shirts, long sleeves, and hoodies. Uh, you can get our brother Saw's Facts Not Feelings shirt. And you can get our brother Rex's The Real Dope shirt. And all the proceeds from all of those go to help support the Caleb House mission of rescuing and restoring the least of these, forsaking not the widow and the orphan, and putting a biblical covering over these people so that we can unbreak them so that they don't grow up to break other people, so that we can break this generational curse. That's the show for today. I love you all to the moon and back. Thank you for supporting what we do, and thank you for sharing in the joy of um, bad guys going away and good guys being rehabilitated. You guys are tremendous. I hope you have an awesome day. Bless you all. Shalom.